Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan. Rochester. We saw it to happen to the Raiders. I mean, the, the week after McDaniels left... They were on fire, so yeah. um, we've seen it happen this year, and uh, and so we're just going to go out and we're going to we're going to control what we can control and understand that uh, it could be an onslaught of things we see, or they could stick to a few things where we could you could expect anything, but the one thing we are expecting is for them to be fired up. Bills captain center Mitch Morse, the Chargers will be ready Saturday night. Let's learn a little bit more about what the Chargers are in the aftermath of that embarrassing loss to the Raiders last Thursday. We welcome in Chris Harry, KCAL, here in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia to give us the latest news and the latest headlines out of the Chargers. And Chris, it's been a crazy uh, past seven days, and I guess we can start with what Giff Smith is and who Giff Smith is. What do we know about the Chargers' new interim head coach? Well, gentlemen, good to be with you. Um, yeah, It's been a whirlwind uh, of a week, and uh, you know, Giff Smith is one of the best guys you'll meet in this business, uh, one of the more respected coaches in that organization. He's been with the Chargers dating back to 2016, so three different coaching staffs. So that just kind of tells you the type of guy that he is. I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe he was defensive line coach in Buffalo yeah. at some point during his NFL career. 2010 to 2012, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Giff is somebody that the team respects. I, I don't think that there was another selection for interim head coach, to be honest with you. You know, when, when you lose in the fashion that the Chargers did, uh, the ultimate responsibility of the interim head coach is to make sure that you play with maximum effort and you don't get embarrassed the last three weeks of the season. So I think what you're going to see on Saturday is um, a much better effort from these Chargers players going up against a, a buzzsaw right now in the Buffalo Bills. So it's not going to be easy. Obviously, uh, Justin Herbert uh, will not play and won't play for the rest of the year. 
Um, but yeah, I think Giff will at least maximize uh, the effort of these players. They'll play hard for him. Yeah, it, so he's in a tough spot here, Giff Smith. And I, I would imagine in a city like Los Angeles in particular, where you, you have LeBron, you have Shohei moving up, you know, and the idea that you, the Charger fan base must be, you know, kind of, you know, searching for a big, Big name, whether that's Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick, what, what is the likelihood uh, that the Spanos family actually uh, opens up the checkbook and brings in a big name here? It's funny; those are like the two speculative names, right? Like the you know, Jim Harbaugh has a, a national championship to win, and Bill Belichick has to kind of play the rest of this season out. But those are the big names that you that you hear being kind of swirled around, and I, I think that that's what this organization needs not necessarily uh, a Harbaugh or Belichick, but a head coach that has a pedigree that has a history of winning. And, you know, it's a very short list, right? That's why you keep hearing Harbaugh and Belichick, but it'll just go back to the last three hires. The chargers have made with Mike McCoy and Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley uh, guys who haven't done it before um, as a head coach. And I just think that that needs to change, um, you know, Culture is a, is a word that we use. It's, it seems cliche, but it's a real thing. Um, I think whoever the, the next coach is, is going to have to establish a culture, bring a, a culture of toughness to this team. And, um, you know, you know, a general manager too, you know, Tom Telesco, who's from, you know, the, the New York area, the upstate New York area. Um, he was, you know, the general manager here for over a decade. Uh, a new general manager is going to have uh, a lot of decisions to make. When you look at the cap numbers, guys, of Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen specifically, they're gigantic numbers. Um, so, you know, a, you know, a couple of those guys will not be on the roster next year just because of those cap numbers. Um, so somebody to, to manage the cap and kind of retool this roster with Justin Herbert at the controls. Yeah, I actually think to myself, if you've got 42 to 45 million over the cap going into next season, you know you're going to have to make some tough decisions. Whoever comes in is going to have to decide is it better to, to spread that pain out over a couple of years or reset, make the reset happen quickly, quickly and, and actually move on from all the names that you're mentioning and save one, and, and obviously the one that, that you, you want to be satiated and happy with his role and the one you want to get the most out of is your quarterback back in Justin Herbert and I guess that's my next question Chris is would they would they be better served with the kind of guy that we're describing or would they be better served with a guy whose primary focus is maximizing the talents of your young quarterback it's got to be both uh, it's got to be both I you know I, I think if you look at Justin Herbert um, he wasn't able to win the close games this year but that has not been the case you know the, the the few years before that, you know, he has won a lot of close games, game winning drives. Um, in large part, the the defense really let this team down this year. Um, one of the worst pass defenses in all of football. Um, special teams, which has been historically bad for the Chargers, has been the bright spot. They've been excellent the last two years under Ryan Ficken, um, but they have they've not played complementary football, and that includes. Defense, that includes the lack of a true running game, one of the worst running attacks in football. So, yes, you want somebody to, to come in. I think that's why the name Harbaugh seems so intriguing is because tough-minded offensive guy who's always elevated the quarterback position. Um, so, that's a, again, that's a short list. But I think before you even talk about maximizing Justin Herbert, just keep in mind Shane Steichen was the offensive coordinator his rookie year. 
one of the, you know, he, I don't think Justin had looked any better in his rookie year under Shane Steichen. So, yes, you want to, you want to check that box in terms of maximizing Justin Herbert, but this is a, a team sport, and Justin Herbert's talents, I think, are going to shine with most coaches. Um, it, it's, it's about kind of getting the entire team correct. Yeah, and what's interesting about Harbaugh and Belichick and and this carousel is the Chargers aren't going to be the only team in the market. We kind of know this. We know Carolina's vacant. We kind of believe Washington's vacant, and Carolina has an owner that, all right, he he might be a little crazy, but he's going to spend. And Washington, well, that guy has a new toy. Uh, I guess my question is, because you've you've heard this from the outside, and we don't know, uh, know, the, the criticism that the Chargers' ownership doesn't pay top dollar that they might be a little frugal when it comes to this sort of stuff. Is that, is that fair? And might that cost them one of these big names? Well, John Spano spoke to the media this week, the president of football operations and said that there, uh, there's nothing that's going to stop them from winning uh, and wanting to win. So I, I don't, I think he basically was saying that they're not going to put a cap on the amount of money it'll take to bring in the right guy for this job. But, you know, you're right. When you mention the names like Tepper, he's had so many guys cycle in and out of there, but he'll pay them a lot of money. Um, so, you know, I almost liken it to the, the Texans job when D'Amico Ryan's got it. Like it was, you know, one and done, one and done. You knew like the next guy, like he couldn't afford to do another one and done. Right. So like that job is like oddly intriguing. If you can deal with a personality like Tepper, Josh Harris, uh, He's going to kick off that that new era of football in Washington with a big name or or, or a or a, a coach that you know he'll pay top dollar for. So you know, you're right. You're competing with a lot of people. You're competing with the Raiders in your own division, and who knows how many other spots may open up around the NFL. So you have to exhaust all avenues, and you know it, it may not just be you know money. It could be draft capital, right? Like if, if you have to trade for a Mike Tomlin or a Mike Vrabel or a Bill Belichick, like I think that there are several teams in the NFL that would do that, that would give up a, a late first or an early second. So, you know, I think as far as the Chargers are concerned, they, they've said it, they're going to cast a wide net. And if that means evaluating all options, you can get creative in that. Chris, let's go back to Saturday and, and talk about who's going to be out there for the Chargers. We know you mentioned Herbert is obviously done for the rest of the year. We saw Easton Stick for the first time as a starter last week. I wanted to get your evaluation of him in a, a game that it's really unfair to evaluate anybody. It just didn't look like they came to play that day. But w- what's your take on who's going to be available for the Chargers? Who's healthy? Who's in? Who's out for this game on Saturday against the Bills? Well, we'll start with East Stick. And, you know, unfortunately, you look at 63-21, you're like, oh, my gosh, Stick got embarrassed. And, you know, he had those two really bad plays in the second half. But, you know, he was the least of the Chargers' problems in the first half, and they were down 42 nothing at halftime. I mean, the defense just could not get a stop, uh, you know, fumbles. Uh, Easton Stick, that was his first ever NFL start. I thought he settled down. Um, he threw a nice ball to Joshua Palmer. Um, you know, Keenan Allen is a name to watch guys, uh, who did not practice, I think yesterday. And, uh, you know, as we talk right now, I'd have to look at the injury report to see if he practiced with that heel injury. So, you know, his status, you know, obviously in question as we speak right now, um, you know, the, the running back position is interesting. You know, Austin Eckler has had a, a season well below his standards. You wonder if Isaiah Spiller, the second year back is going to get a little bit more of a look now. Uh, as, you know, obviously you try to win these games, but you're also kind of looking at the future and, and seeing, 
you know, who, who's going to be on this roster next year. So I think, you know, players like Quentin Johnson, who's had a disappointing rookie season and Isaiah Spiller, um, those are some offensive names to, to kind of keep your eye on Saturday as, as weapons for Easton Stick. Obviously, Joshua Palmer coming back. He was the wide receiver one uh, last year in a, uh, a lot of games when, when Mike and Keenan were down. You know, defensively, you know, we, we'll see what it looks like. You know, I know that, uh, you know, there's, you know, they talked to GIF about Joey Bosa maybe trying to get back on the field this week. We'll see what happens there. Tuli, Tuli Pelotu the impressive rookie from SC, you'll see a lot of him. And then as far as the secondary is concerned, um, you know, we'll see what changes that, that are made on Saturday to try to slow this Buffalo attack where you're like, oh, shoot, we got to stop Josh Allen in this passing attack. Uh-oh, no, we got to stop James <laughs> Cook in this running attack. You don't know where to start. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, Keenan Allen, by the way, uh, out of practice again today. Um, so, yeah, all sorts of problems. Uh, Chris Harey from KCAL, also a host of the Chargers podcast, our guest here in the sports bar. Uh, Chris, last time the Bills played on the West Coast against the Chargers, I mean, we remember this game vividly. Danger and I are looking at you like, why is McDermott going with Nathan Peterman and five interceptions in the first half? Okay, that's enough. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so like now we fast forward, and that was in the soccer stadium, and I, I I guess my question is, well, how's the transition been? Now you're in this palace there, but a team that's down and out with an interim head coach. I mean, what might we expect in terms of an atmosphere? Uh, are, are, are Georgia fans uh, fearing here maybe a Bills Mafia takeover coming up on Saturday? Well, I don't need to tell you guys how Bills Mafia travels anywhere in the NFL. And I, I go back to opening night against the Rams with that last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, you know, just I was not at that game. I, I was listening to that game and watching that game at home, and you're like, oh, my gosh, Bill's Mafia has come correct here in September. So, you know, I, I'll say this. I think, you know, I think the Chargers get a little bit of a, a bad rap when it comes to, like, talking about the fans and stuff because the exact same thing happens with the Rams when the 49ers come to town or the Steelers come to town or the Raiders come to town. Whenever you play in Las Vegas and Los Angeles, guess what? The opposing team's fans are going to want to come there and watch and enjoy a game, right? So 
like the, the Chargers have had some really good crowds over the past couple of years at SoFi Stadium, a lot of big Charger crowds, but it's just natural. When you have team fan bases that travel, they're going to show up because it's a big place and they're going to want to pay top dollar to watch their team. So I imagine, you know, with the Chargers season kind of all but over, you know, uh, those who, who uh, bought tickets from Western New York to L.A. are going to enjoy, a, a, you know, a Bills crowd. And, you know, we'll see if the Chargers can show up. And I, I know that the Chargers fans that will be there will be rooting on this squad. And uh, what has been a very strange year, guys, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like Thursday. And to, to kind of fast forward to where we are now and um, the expectations that were kind of put on this team. And when this schedule came out, I mean, I'm sure you guys circle, wow, Chargers, Bills. Yeah right before Christmas Eve, like this game could be for playoff positioning or a playoff preview. And that's what everybody was thinking, including Peacock. That's why they have it on the streaming only, you know? So um, obviously a much different game and uh, you know, the, the bills are, are kind of fighting for their playoff lives right now. So we, we, we saw the line get as, as wide as is bills by two touchdowns, Chris. And I'm, I'm curious if you think that the, the chargers show up in a way that at least makes it respectable and close, or do you think that this goes away? I think a lot of people think it's going to go given the bills and what they were able to just do at home against Dallas. Do they just go in there and wipe the floor with the backup quarterback and, and a roster that's just beat up being led by an interim head coach? Great question. Um, I, I tell you this: I I did not expect the Raiders to hang forty two points on this Chargers team because you know every game that the Chargers have played this year, and it's almost like you know it it built up right. It built up like each three point loss kind of built up and built up, and then it just busted open, and you know it, the the blowout on Thursday night. I don't know what to expect. I know when you don't have Justin Herbert, that doesn't help your cause. Um, but I, I will say this, I think the team will play hard, um, you know, as far as how many points and what the point differential will be, I have no idea. Um, but it's just, I think it's, it's natural to assume that, you know, Josh Allen and company are going to go in there knowing that if they lose to the chargers with an interim head coach and a backup quarterback, that doesn't bode well for their playoff uh, hopes. Right. And, uh, you know, I think the chargers, they want to put on a good showing for Giffen Company and the fans that are going to be there. So, um, I, you know, I, I wish I could give you a crystal ball, man. I have no idea. After Thursday, I'm like, <laughs> what are we even doing at this point? Like, <laughs> I, I, in, in what world would the Las Vegas Raiders score 63 points? The franchise record, mind you, a franchise record for points allowed for the Chargers a week after the Raiders score zero points to the Minnesota Vikings. That's the NFL. Yeah, it's, um, my gosh, I can only imagine Al looking down from above. And, and my last question, it's actually kind of a fun question because Charger history, like I think most of us here in Western York could say the best you know, fight song or celebration song is the shout song in Buffalo. But I'll tell you, I, growing up, I always loved the San Diego Superchargers with, you know, Dan Fouts, Chuck Muncie, <laughs> did, you know, Wenzel. Did, did they update the version of that song or will, like did that just kind of get left behind in San Diego? It has not been updated. I think it was left behind. And I, I agree with you. That was, you know, that was just an iconic song and probably should just be left in San Diego. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, as far as those traditions are concerned and, 
you know, things change. And I, I, I'm hoping what I'm hoping guys is that this Chargers team can kind of really reset here with a new era of football, knowing that you have your franchise, like that's half the battle. Like, yeah. like once you know, you got your guy, um, you're going to be in most games. And, and that was the case every single game, say for the, the last two for the charger season this year. Um, so hopefully, uh, some new traditions, uh, maybe uh, an updated fight song and and an established head coach to boot. (laughs) Chris, uh, tell us about the pod and where we can get some more uh, of your work here leading up to Saturday's kickoff. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. You know, been doing charges weekly since they moved up from San Diego in 2017. Uh, My co-host is Matt Money Smith, the voice of the chargers. The best. And uh, we we tape every Thursday morning and it it goes into your, uh, your subscription, whether you get it anywhere you get your podcast. Um, so we will tape tomorrow morning. We will preview this game against Buffalo, uh, kind of rehash the last week uh, that was, and, and I'm sure fans are very intrigued as to what's going to happen next with this franchise. And we'll we'll do our best to kind of pick up the pieces from uh, Las Vegas and, and push it forward these next three games. I'm jealous of Matt Money Smith's voice. I mean, he has the perfect voice. No, Money's a like, radio yeah, guy, yeah, man. We like, love yeah. Money Smith. Hey, how do you think I feel? How do you think I feel doing a podcast with him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll be looking out for that, Chris, and we really appreciate you giving us some time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your holiday, and we'll talk again soon, bud. Appreciate you guys. Take care. Thanks, you got Chris. It. You're Chris Harry. Uh, that's Chargers Weekly, the podcast, and, and Matt Money Smith. He's a sports talk guy. Petros and Money. Remember Petros and Money yeah. from back in the yeah, day? Yeah, they were like on Fox Sports, and then when they moved up the throughway, throughway. What do we call it? I'm using New York lingo. Freeway. Mm. Yeah, that's when they made the change. It was actually Josh Lewin, the ex-Red Wing guy, who was he was doing Mets radio in San Diego Chargers football. And at the same time, the Mets and uh, San Diego were both like, yeah, no, we're not going to continue to yeah. do this bi-coastal thing. Yeah, and that old Petros and Money show, I think it's still on in Los Angeles. It's, it's a very Los Angeles-centric show, mm-hmm. but wildly entertaining those guys are, are fantastic and money is that he's got the nickname for a reason money started uh, notably at k-rock odyssey sister station oh there you go the alternative See, station like, there and radio I, i'm a big believer in getting people in the right seat of the bus as the bus is moving forward you know he started working at alternative radio but had a passion for sports and found his way on a sports talks he's kind he, of look at his his path and i look at mine and i'm like oh, all it's missing for me is that cush play-by-play gig that he's got there in southern california <sighs> You know, if we get a soccer team again, I would, you know, campaign for you to be that voice. Oh, like that would be Uh, my takeaway uh, from that conversation. They sound like a mess, don't they? It sounds like I I, like how are they going to win this? You can't even give a blueprint here. And when you read about Keenan Allen, like, yeah, is Keenan Allen really going to get on the field here? No, I, 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 you know, if I'm him, I'm like, if they lose on Saturday, if the Bills lose on Saturday to this team, are we doing an emergency show? On uh, on Christmas Day, are we doing an emergency show? <laughs> Christmas, Day. Christmas Eve, are we coming in and doing an emergency show? Are we opening after hours? I look, I would say yes, but part of me thinks this is the 2023 Buffalo Bills where expect the unexpected. They're not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose this game. I hope you're right. Um, now, do they cover? Mm, yeah, it's a lot of points. Uh, appreciate Chris Harry stopping by the sports bar and sharing some of his knowledge on the Chargers with us here on the fan Rochester's. We get ready for Bills Chargers, the Peacock 
only game coming up here Saturday night. You can hear the action on our Odyssey sister station, 96.5 WCMF. Get the happy hour next in the sports bar. Is there anything to be happy about if you're a Sabres fan? We're not going to go back down yeah, that road. Yeah, I don't think. I, but we can play some of the nominees for tomorrow. Now, tomorrow, ah. last show of the year, yes. where we do our takes of the year. And who is going to win it this year? It's our collection of audio. Some things you forgot about. Like, you had that earlier. Like, the, the ow, ow. Yeah, so I John like that Sterling. happened this year. Yeah, uh, that was from earlier this year. Also, a take of the year nominee. Well, we have a second here. Who can forget... From October, Steve Smith absolutely eviscerating Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. I called out to him because uh, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rock and Bucky, was ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. He literally <laughs> dropped the mic after. <laughs> and then these Garofalo's looking at him like, I just didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Didn't know that yeah. that take was coming. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, from that moment on, they started winning games. <laughs> like that was the Thursday night, Kansas city, Denver game mm-hmm. um, before the Thursday night, Kansas city, Denver game in October, Kansas city won that. Yep. But, but afterward, yeah. yes, but Denver has, you know, has become a story and they're a thing and they're in playoff position. And Jerry Judy's not lighting it up. Cortland Sutton has been pretty remarkable this season, but Jerry Judy uh, at that moment was still just a guy. Steve Smith pointing it out. That is why he is a take of the year nominee. We'll run through a few more take of the year nominees coming up here in happy hour. And of course we'll unveil our take of the year during our final show of 2023 tomorrow afternoon here on the sports bar danger and Bataglia on the fan. You're listening to the sports bar with danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 